kind of spits me <clears throat> right in boom, and we're talking which is what's going on now what's up world hey hey it's your boy tommy with tommy's world we got jason padilla in the house cheers cheers the man Good to be here brother cheers all cheers to that <laughs> it's a pleasure to see you um so today we're drinking these and you talked me into it i did i hope you like it i hope you like it. i love these this red bull favorite. line i love this favorite. line i haven't tried this flavor june berry june berry i don't know if that's i think it's a real we, berry i don't even know or maybe it's just the month of june <laughs> Yeah, gotta have the Red Bull. I'm excited, dude. I like the Red Bulls, man. I don't know why. Got my killer shirt too, man. What you think about That's that? That's actually right really there, good, you know. Um, yeah, I think they could see that on the screen there. That's my band shirt. I'm a little bit of merch. You supported me. That was super Absolutely. dope. Absolutely. Um, I tried to get one of yours, but you didn't have any of my size at the time. Man, always getting sold out. You know? Is it fading right there by my face? I don't know. Yeah, it is. That's kind of cool. You see, like that little black by my face? Yeah. No, I really don't. You can't see? Oh, yeah, you're like, <laughs> your nose is in the way. <laughs> Man, uh, dude, we were talking and prior to starting this, and I was like, wait, 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 wait. we got to save this because this is some good, juicy stuff. Yeah. But you were telling me that you were raised Catholic. Mm -hmm. Now, were you in the military? No, my dad was in the, in the Air Force. Your dad was in the Air Force? Yes, yes. Okay. So, you know, but you went to like a Catholic. Yeah, I went to a Catholic. Kind of um, raised Catholic. We raised Catholic because I, you know, that was pretty much what was on every Air Force base. We'll pull this a little bit closer. All right. Um. Okay. So and so you lived on a and military. An altar boy. I was an altar boy. An altar well. boy. Yeah. So how long? <laughs> Man. Probably up until I was around eleven or twelve, something like that. You know, so okay. from young age, you know, whatever. Yeah. So you had your. Well, they call it your holy first communion oh probably my God. yeah you did like, all that like we were talking too you know i mean um i don't go to church anymore i still pray every day every yeah. morning and you know night and anytime yeah i need to you know i'm still you know you're still a believer in god and everything but i don't believe i need to be anywhere yeah to prove it or whatever it's for me what do you feel why is that do you feel like there's like a lot of like pageantry that goes on there or do you no, feel like it's a lot of like we were we crooked had started, stuff we had started talking that as well though but that's right. not really my, my that wasn't thing. your story no mine was that my dad you weren't touched um, was you know mentally and physically abusive you know i think he came home mad you know from people in the air force above him or whatever you know what i mean I i've heard that before knows. where they say like uh, people in the military are like dude don't join it because you're there's always somebody above you there's always somebody kind of right. coming down on you. Yeah. And uh, you don't really feel free. You don't feel yeah. freedom. You're kind of mm. just like a cheap labor type is what it feels like to some people they've said. Yes. I agree. But of course, you put in what? Is it 20 years and you can retire? Like, yeah. It's just yeah, 20, right? Nice. It's just 20 years, <laughs> I think. <all. laughs> right. That's all. But that's, that time kind of does fly by regardless whether you're in or out, I would assume. Mm -hmm. Um. But so he's mentally and physically abusive. Yeah. So yeah, like, man, I mean, coming home and kind of uh, degrading you, you know, about stuff. I mean, yeah, and every sucks, time he was bro. trying to get in with, you know, my schoolwork or whatever, you know, and you were already terrified of the person or I, I was, you know, terrified of my dad. So then, you know, you're messing up and then making it uh, make you make you more nervous. Yeah. You know, and then you know, just on and on and on. But thank God I got music from him. That's one of the greatest things for sure. You know? So for those who don't know, the way we know each other, well, there's a couple of reasons, but one, we're in the same kind of industry, mm -hmm. line of work. We're both musicians. Yeah. Jason's a 
uh, renowned percussionist <laughs> in the local in the local scene. And I would assume probably further than just local. I know you've played out in Austin. You've done some things out yeah. there. Mm-hmm. Um, I, and we'll find out more. I'm sure there's more. But I will say that uh, people speak at very highly of you. Oh, I was nice. talking about a buddy of mine, Matthew Grant. Oh, yeah. Yeah. killer blues player yeah. young cat oh, yeah. in the military mm-hmm. and when he was and the first day i met him it was before he shipped off he was like 17 and he was at a bar wow, so very recent thing he I mean. was at the pub uh-huh. and we're doing an open night jam it was before what's his name died was his name greg i think yes Remember greg yeah. with the les paul yeah, yeah. oh That's rest true. in peace man and uh, him and his wife were hosting or whatever and and you know chris elliott i think was his name the blind yes. guy another great well, that's how I met Matthew because he was taking lessons through Chris uh, from a very y- young age. Um, I've been here for probably about twelve years, and probably knew Matthew for at least nine. Okay, for something. something. Okay, like he was really, really young taking lessons from Chris, and yes. he would come to the jams, and he would always ask. You know, if I was there, it's like, man, can please can you get Jason up to play the drums? You know, and you so know? that's funny because you really I've one of the last times I just. Grow. grow i mean he's doing great right now he's, he's a great player really great. great tone yeah um love the kid yeah um when i first saw him i'm watching him play stevie stevie ray vaughn right <laughs> and i'm seeing chris there too chris is so good chris is blind and he's left-handed yes, yes. well he chris goes hey let me play that guitar and i'm like i'm right-handed he goes it doesn't matter <laughs> he it. grabs my right-handed guitar flips it upside down mm-hmm and just plays it better with more feel and touch than I've ever had. He's awesome. Right? He's a pro. I mean, he's so good. Um, anybody who knows Chris Elliott, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Dude, I mean, he's just mind-blowing. he's mind such blowing. a fun guy, too. So cool. You know I mean? really so down-to-earth. Yeah. And um, so he's giving Matthew lessons, right? And so Matthew's yes. there with him, kind of mm-hmm. too young to be in the club, but he's there. Right? I love that. No, literally, like it's a 21 and up bar. You know, yeah. people are smoking cigarettes inside. The, oh, man. For some reason, you can still smoke cigarettes at the pub. I don't know That's why crazy. or how they do that. But, um, and I used to karaoke there a lot with a, a guy named Gino. Huh. Uh, yeah. Familiar. Gino Luton, I think is his name. Uh, GTO karaoke. Hmm. But, anyways, uh, and all the cats would show up. But, but um, we're at the pub and, and I'm seeing Matthew just blow my mind. And I, he gets off stage. And he's he's got these big thick glasses. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you look like a nerd. You know, no yeah. offense. I told him like, you got to get your look together, dude. But that's okay. Get some contacts. Yeah, because he kind of yeah, because you know he kind of just dressing like in, you know, and uh, not like a rock star, which yeah. is cool, right? In a way, right? He's low key. Yeah, he's, he's low, like key, low key, right? <laughs> but he gets off stage, and I'm like, dude, like you are man, like ripping it. You're up, a ripper, man. dude. Yeah. And uh, how old are you? Because I know he's young. I can tell he's young. It's like I'm 17 or something. I'm like, what? That's crazy. What are you doing it? here? So he's taking lessons from Chris, the master. Yeah. He goes, yeah, I wanted to come out and play one final time before I have to go off to uh to the to the air or military. Yeah. Did he join the army? Uh, the Marines. The Marines. Marines. Yeah. Yep. So he's going off to like well, I think North Carolina or Where? something, something Jersey, something Northeast. I believe. Where was that at? Where did, at this the, is pub? the pub in the Pasadena? Pub. Okay. And um. And I'm like, dude, I looked at him. I said, you're so good. I said, all you got to do is figure <laughs> out your look. And 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 you're making the big bucks. Mm-hmm. Screw this military thing, dude. Mm-hmm. What are you doing? Yeah. And he'll tell you. I told him that. But he, um, and I get it. And don't get me wrong. I'm not, I'm not I, I, I love that, that idea, mm-hmm. right? That security and, and the fact that you're out there. 
but uh but i'm just like dude you're special man like you're meant for and i really think he's grown a lot more since he's, he's playing he's out there not been home um, yeah i think he did some show or something his dad keeps in touch with me okay and, okay and you know just lets me know how he's doing and new songs that he's making up or stuff like that you know and i yeah. think he told me something about that he some guy older gentleman or whatever that does band stuff i think for military and go you know yeah they have a band out there or whatever, yeah has started using him a lot or yeah they have like an like army that. band or a mil- something, marine band or something like that yeah i'm not i'm sorry i can't remember everything you know, no so much stuff goes in our lives you know what i mean but, oh dude but i was telling his dad that i think it's great you know and i've been watching him on facebook because that's what platform that's I'm how i keep up on. yeah man. yeah and i really feel that he's grown because when you're here and you know you've been taught by chris Elliott and you're going to the same jams all the time and these people are used to seeing you play and then you know watching you grow up and everything you yeah. might feel a little um stagnant something to the way you want to play in front of somebody's you know what i mean and i think different people may give you maybe sometimes false hype about how good you are and not how good you are either way you know yeah, what i mean right so when he went on his own and then he just would go to jams or whatever nobody knew him nobody nothing yeah so it's a br- fresh kid and you're not playing the same thing or at least the same way most likely is what you would play with these musicians that you've played That's true. with all the time. it kind of it kind of nudges you in a different a different way right i think to play a different way and like I just can't get over the fact, like, you know, people not expecting, you know, who's this kid walking up? Like I said, super thick glasses. Yeah. Like bubbles from trailer park and boys. You wouldn't thick. expect that him who's gonna getting ready to attack. Like and he's playing he, Stevie like I mean, Stevie. Yeah. He's awesome, man. He's, he's really awesome. Good. So he so last time we, we were on the phone a couple of days ago and he goes, Oh, really? He goes, Have you heard of Jason Padilla? <laughs> no way. I was like, Yeah, dude. Everybody knows Jason. Like, <laughs> That's kind of random. <laughs> yeah, and I'll talk about how else how else everybody or the way I think, you know. Hmm you've just spread all over the scene but uh and i wish i had your shirt but <laughs> um but he goes have you ever played with him and i said yeah we played a couple times and uh and i've seen him on some videos playing with other cats you know pierce and them mm-hmm. oh yeah love pierce i'm gonna try to get him on him and, and his boys on here pretty soon yes the purple moon purple moon uh, i love those guys love those guys <laughs> but um he goes dude that guy has the best feel and the best pocket for blues playing that i've ever played with wow and i was like wow awesome. man well thank you matthew <laughs> yeah dude That's like youngster show. but but his opinion matters to me and for him to say that about you, I was like, that's a nice compliment. Yeah, that's very nice. Very nice. So that's what I wanted to tell you. I was well, like, I, I gotta you. wait. That's very awesome. Thank you. Thank you for telling yeah, me. Yeah, dude. Um, so um, we gotta jam more. Yeah, we gotta jam more. We, we almost we've been trying very, we to get it together. We almost had a gig not too long ago, a couple months ago or something, but then it got canceled at the last minute or something. Yes, it did. Yeah, it did. Yeah. So we'll get together though. Yes. I'm I have no doubt there's gonna be a time where <laughs> I'll be calling on absolutely. I'm always here, man. That's that's my thing. <laughs> yeah, so Playing with many so, bands as possible. So kind of getting back to you and 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 growing up with a with a dad who gave you music, like you said, that was my. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like my dad gave me the physical aspect of rhythm because mm-hmm. he was a dancer, like a professional dancer, and like oh wow, and super talented, professional boxer. What? Hundred and first dancer, hundred and a boxer, hundred and first airborne ranger. Whoa. Yeah, and he was like a champion kickboxer like number one in the nation bro dude yeah dude pka the professional kickboxing association which doesn't no longer exist but that's that's where he had all his belts and stuff and 
he gave me now he loved disco uh-huh right he wasn't a big rock and roller my mom gave me the, <laughs> the soul dude like really from allman brothers to zeppelin yeah to skinner oh. you know uh, my aunt lonnie put me on the beatles and my mom and my aunt uh-huh. their sisters they're just so tight wow so it's like i got i got a lot of Beatles and a lot of good stuff from her now before really all of that growing up my grandmother and parents and all they're they all listen to Motown that is my number one jam period I think over overall if you were to ask me what genre I like more than anything absolutely it's Motown. and you know they always absolutely. say and this is true they say everything comes from the blues right? stacks of course same you know same times but places but what stacks well you know i mean it's just like motown and then it was in one part of the oh okay okay you know yeah so for me they always say you know and it's true everything goes back to the blues the blues is kind of the center and core of almost all the music that we listen to today pop music etc but i really think it goes back to motown yeah because something about those songs Oh man, they'd make you so happy, or man, if you so were, happy. or if you were already sad and wanted to be in that mood, you know, and Listen, the dancing baby. and the horns. Ain't no oh high. man, ain't no when you low. could when you could play in a band, you know, and you know, we're both musicians, so that's the main thing I would be talking about is right. that a band with like man, all the horns and all the percussion and the drummers and the two guitar players and everything. I mean, you can't really do that now unless you're a wedding band or something like that. Yeah, you know, our special occasion. It feels like a big band, almost like a big right, band, and know? it's um, you just can't pay for that anymore, which is sad. Yeah, I mean, from like the Temptations and on, mm-hmm. there's just so many the good courses, examples. The man. choruses, God. the songwriting, the chord changes, Ugh. the groove. Yeah, like you said, it makes you happy. And you know that those musicians were the same musicians almost every single day for years. They yeah, wrote every badass. Excuse my language. Badass, yeah, no, no, man. Music I mean, that you know. Joe uh Smokey Robinson. Oh. And then you get the then you get the Jackson Five. Oh my goodness. You get the Commodores, right? Oh coming out of there man. with uh oh, that's Lionel thing, Richie. Right? I mean, like, dude, yes. just, like yes. that. I always think back to that song, Easy. Easy like Sunday morning. My dad would play that before church every Sunday. Oh, that's awesome. Every Sunday. Every Sunday we go to church. That was on the tradition. Was, huh? Wake up, boom, Sunday morning. Like, oh man. Dude, it felt so it almost feels like a church song. That's pretty cool though. That piano that. intro, but not to mention the guitar solo. Oh my god, that piano intro. The piano intro nice. is iconic. Yes. But the guitar solo. You ever go back and listen to that guitar solo? I haven't. Oh, you know, and I and I wish if I wish copyright wasn't a thing because I'd play it right yes, now. That's probably I can play it. <laughs> go back one and when you're driving home after this. Or we might even just turn it on after this. After this. Because I want to talk to you about it. <laughs> this guitar solo. And he even starts it. Oh, oh yeah, that's right. It's like this. As soon as you said that, it's like huge. Started coming back yeah. in my oh, head. <laughs> it's, it's a huge guitar song. solo, bro. Oh yeah. You look back that's at that guitar solo, right. like what? <laughs> I'm getting chills. We're talking about. Oh man. Um, so so Commodores, you know, and Lionel comes out of that. Michael Jackson comes out of all of yes. all of that. Oh boy, he took of, over, didn't he? Jeez. Oh my god. I mean, from dude. being a little kid like that, and just and he was taken over as a kid. It seemed yeah. like. I mean, like, dude, his he was so good. Who is it? Donna Summer or somebody that handed him that mic? Uh, I think it was Donna Summers of the. Uh, and then what was he that just group? kind of didn't want to give it back to. Yeah, her. yeah. He's <laughs> like, All right. What movie was that? Was that that was the Jackson Five movie? Jackson Five movie. Yeah, but I don't know that's if that was re- real. But that's real. But... No, that's like real. I'm sure that's not. Um, 
Or was it? It Di- might be exaggerated. Was it Diana Ross? Diana Ross Diana and the Supremes. Ross. Yes, that's exactly who it was. Okay, there we go. Motown. <laughs> Motown. Right. I was like, I'm sorry. Back to the Motown. Um, that's where to me, that's where like the the best songwriting and the best like pop music for sure was based out of because then you get, and and there's a lot of stuff that has to do with the rock or you know like the blues and rock and roll mm-hmm. that influence a lot of. Now we're getting into the Great British Invasion. Oh God! Because they heard our music and were like. What can we do to send that back in our way? Mm-hmm. And of course, you get the Beatles. Yes. You get the Rolling Stones, mm-hmm. Led Zeppelin. Yep. Some of the best, dude. Yeah, dude. Like the greatest. So it all kind of spawns. Don't get me wrong, it's the blues for sure. The who? The who. But that, but they're they were British too. Yeah. They were British too. That was part of the British invasion, too. Yeah. And there's a lot of great United States, a lot, a lot of great oh, American God. bands at that same time as well. Yeah, but Hendrix even broke. You get there. Sabbath. How crazy is that Hendrix, Hendrix had to go there, there to break off? I mean, that's crazy. Yeah, a lot of people don't know that. Yeah. That Hendrix is American. Yes. Was he even in the military? Yes, he was. Used to wear a suit and tie and play backup guitar for. Oh, my God. Little Richard. Yes. Little is that Richard. amazing or what? Dude, getting I back go to back the and Motown thing. Oh my little goodness. Richard, like, talk about the secret. I don't want to say the secret. One of the kings of rock and roll. Absolutely. And entertainment, for sure. Entertainment, just period, I mean, right? And he didn't even care. And you know what that, I mean, it was bad enough being black at that time, right. being a musician, but can you imagine, you know, what he's go through with his, you know, sexual life or whatever? Yes. And he didn't care. He did not care. He dude. wore I mean, it proud. That, that's he pretty was, brave, man. <laughs> I love his personality. Anytime I yeah. see him in interviews, I'm just like, dude, that's how you rock it. Being yourself. Confident. That's pretty hard. And confident, dude. though. I mean, that's pretty hard to do. Yes. You know what I mean? Maybe on stage that's a different story but he was like that it looked seemed all the time yeah he kind of like kind of reminds me of in a weird way muhammad ali that confidence that he has mm-hmm. you know they're putting on a show well i don't want to say putting on a show but they're entertainers yeah but you know that they have to have some kind of integrity mm-hmm. that leaves whenever they leave the ring whenever they leave the stage they're still that person you know that person you know uh but yeah that energy so so hendrix was playing backup guitar you know accompaniment guitar with with uh little richard that's crazy to me that's crazy was in the united states military (laughs) and then goes to london right Mm -hmm. or england i don't know i don't know what is which over there i know london's like a city in england yeah yeah so but anyways he goes to you know the uk whatever (laughs) right (laughs) (laughs) whatever dude um Oh. And pops off. Yeah. Yeah, man. So so that's where music really started for me was Motown. Yes. A lot of Temptations. I could probably sing every Temptations song. Oh, my God. You ever watched awesome. that Temptations movie? That's awesome. I have. I love it. With David Ruffin, it. you know, yeah. and he's, doing, yeah. he's getting into drugs. And... <laughs> oh, oh, dude, man. that movie's so good. It is. They have a lot of good ones like that time. When she's like, Blue, come out from behind that tree. Well, she that's not his name in the movie. Well, she says his real name. I can't remember it. But she's like, come out from behind that tree and zip up that jacket. But this time he comes out from behind the tree and he's got his, he's in a wheelchair. Uh-huh. Remember that, dude? Yeah. And he dies that day. Oh my God. When they were making like Thanksgiving dinner or something. Oh, and then it goes into that scene where oh. Smokey Robinson is hosting their funeral, doing the eulogy or whatever. And he starts singing that song that they wrote just for that movie. And it's like, I'll miss you, my friend. Huh. I'll miss that. you, my brother. Dude, such a good song. Once again, I just love I love Motown, love Smokey right, Robinson. Yeah. If y'all don't, if you don't, then you don't get it. Fine, don't whatever. I don't care. Um, <laughs> but yeah, you know what movie reminds me? You know what that movie reminds me of Mm-mm. another great classic. Remember the Titans? 
Oh yeah, football one, right? Right, it's football, yes. right? But it's kind of yes. you know, it's got the racial uh-huh. segregation type mm-hmm. focus as well. Yeah, oh, classic movie. <laughs> it classic is classic movie. That's a good movie. So, so your dad instilled music in you. Yes, I don't. Um, and as well as my brother, I have a brother that's five years older. He's than older. Me. Yes, uh, and my dad, um, he played acoustic guitar. And I guess that was his release to get home and, you know, he wanted to be left alone, but I would always see him well, just in there and he would be like Al Demiola, the Eagles. I mean, like oh, killer wow. stuff, dude, but yeah, he, yeah. he didn't ever leave the house. He didn't ever play with another person. He didn't, nothing, nothing. I don't That's even know wild. how he started playing. I don't know his history. Nothing well, it makes you know? wonder. And for me, it's like, you know, I'll say this, man, like I'm not the smartest guy in the world, dude. Like I'm not, I'm not, I could be dumb. I don't know. <laughs> I'm I'm not um can't we all <laughs> yeah but I'm not a genius and I'll say this I've had to scratch my head for about 15 years with the guitar it feels like you know huh. I had to be like what you know it, it is something where you, you it's a puzzle it feels like that you're mm-hmm. trying to figure out this fretboard yes why certain things work and why certain things don't and you can never learn it all it's still you can never every learn it all. single day it's just depending on where your mind or your brain or how your day was i've gotten pretty far in understanding music theory i'd say i'm very proud of my understanding of, of music theory and mm-hmm. and my ear training and stuff like that gotten a little bit better um hearing intervals and stuff nice. hearing the root chord hearing what kind of key we're in what kind of scale mm-hmm. not of course not perfect pitch i can't say oh we're in this is a this is a sharp you know? <laughs> oh yeah but I will say that, um, yeah, it's a puzzle that makes you scratch your head and is very frustrating if you let it yeah, be. Yeah, it's a mental thing. Mm-hmm. You know, I teach, so I have students who oh, are wow. who nice. are going through. Yeah, I have a student coming up after this. Um, it's a it's a mental thing. It's a mental battle, mm-hmm. an uphill battle for sure. I've been doing it since I was twelve, right? Huh. Twelve, thirteen. So it's like fifteen, sixteen years going on yeah. at this point. So how old are you now? I'm twenty eight. It's like 16 okay. years, right? Still a baby. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It feels good yeah, for you. Well, you good know, for you. I have Rock a baby it. now. It feels like, <laughs> I feel like I'm old. But I'll say that I'm not, I'm not trying to justify your dad being a dick at all. <laughs> no. I mean, you can't. Nobody can. <laughs> Nobody you know. can, right? But like you get home and you're like, dang, I've been thinking about this chord all day, this chord change all day, and this song. I want to get it right. Why can't I play it? And I keep listening to it right. He was probably just trying to get, he's probably frustrated because he's trying oh, to get yeah. in there. And absolutely. And like you said, be left alone because you, you can't get work done. You have no. to. It's his deep meditative. It is. It is deep meditative mm-hmm. things to learn the guitar, man. And his record so collection the same. I mean, he was huge into Motown, but just as well into like what I said, the Eagles or Al Demiola and disco. Just starting out about that time. Yeah, and my you know dad loved I mean? disco. My mom loved disco right. too. I loved it all. Music was so happy and I got fun. Pictures like you know when Afro. I was a baby. No, but I wish. But <laughs> had the big giant round headphones you know oh, yeah, I'm, yeah, yeah. I'm 53 by the way everybody okay 53 so, yeah um so you were born in 1969 baby 69. 69 that's right cool time dude me and my wife actually so you're you're like a young kid through the 70s like you don't know you don't know really understand what's going on but zeppelin's no. on the radio oh my god every uh, every great music back then was just there's so much and one radio station you know that had they played every genre of music. There was no rock station, no country station. There was no, you know, I mean, it was one station. It was just good music. Good music, period. Yeah. That was that was a great thing. Great time. I miss that. I really do. But, yeah, so my dad um, played guitar. 
my brother played guitar as well you know yep. and, and that just both of that and all the different records that he had my dad and i would just always come home and put headphones on from early states that i can remember so he'd let you listen to his oh, record man. collection oh yeah so it wasn't that Thank bad God. he wasn't like get away from no. my record no my, Thank my, God. That was uh, the only good thing <laughs> i don't know how accurate this is but my my mom they had like i think it was like seven or eight brothers and sisters wow and one of the the oldest brother had the record collection mm -hmm. and nobody was supposed to touch oh, it oh man See, that and might he, have been my brother. My brother had some really bad stuff. Beat and he down on them if they did. Yeah, oh. like I told you, I, I see y'all moved it. You know, like I saw the needle yeah. move. Right, oh, that kind God. of thing, right? So at least he was letting you listen to his music. Yeah. So he gave yeah. you something, right? Absolutely. And, and, and I'm sure he gave you more. I'm sure. Oh, yeah, he did. It and, wasn't all bad, was it? It wasn't. <laughs> you know, it really wasn't. But there was a whole lot of bad. I mean, uh, I went through a lot of years of just being angry man about everything you know what i mean you think it was like him rubbing off on you like <laughs> i think so and his I was, attitude i was really scared you know um at a young age i was 20 me and my wife you know had our daughter but i didn't know at the time whether it was gonna be a daughter oh, or you a have boy kids. yes i have one one girl she's one girl. 35 okay yeah and i love my life but yeah. um yeah man it was scary because for a minute there until i found out i was a girl i was really scared i didn't you know because i know my dad was a abused when he was a kid i think so that's it, where it, it comes from obviously yeah. and then you know it moved on to me so i was terrified you know not only that i grew up in a divorced family what were you too, terrified so. about were you terrified that you were gonna that i was gonna be very abusive i really yeah. honestly that i was gonna do whether i wanted to or not I just yeah yeah it's just ingrained in your system oh, to yeah. react oh my goodness that's i so you know scary. i feel that so much and that's i terrifying. i catch myself i catch myself doing stupid shit that mm -hmm. you know that that just never really got addressed yeah from from my parents uh-huh you yeah. know and and, 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 and they're doing the best they carry, can you always carry and you get over that stuff you know what i mean it, yeah like they're, they're me, doing the best they can do but, at the top with what they had you know right yeah. and and i don't blame them mm -hmm. but i know that that stuff does it does oh, stay yeah. with you it's definitely mentally mind-fucked for sure and i think gives me a lot of depression sometimes you know mm. different things but i try to stay on music and always be positive and always support the scene let me say this that's for sure okay the scene right so where i first saw you was on your t-shirt design <laughs> now i had started following you mutually i think i saw you playing with some of the cats that i've you play with devon mm -hmm. a good blues player that i yeah, you know, yeah. good friends with so Just came out with a awesome awesome LP, ep ep right yes, yeah yes. i got so, to play on one song you did you were on that yeah. oh yeah so I see your I see you on social media. I see your shirt design, mm -hmm. your face. And you guys, if you haven't seen the Jason Padilla shirt, like <laughs> it seemed like everybody in the local scene like just supported you with that Man. and bought your shirt. It's really insane. I was seeing your shirt everywhere. It's insane. It's really and insane. I looked at your face. I'm like, dude, this guy's face is cool. <laughs> you look so cool. Thank you. Man. Right. You had your shades on. <laughs> and um, and I'll say this. It's insane. I would have never expected that background from you maybe i would have i don't know but because you're so nice mm. and you you're always just having a good time you're always smiling oh, oh yeah uh when i told city i was like hey we're doing a, we're doing one with jason today she's like <laughs> oh dude he's so i loved him and his wife <laughs> like they were so cool that's exciting that's awesome i was like i know he's such a good time yeah man um and i wish we could i wish we could hang more you know we can't I, I really would i like that yeah we sure should we do that sometime. um but it's crazy that out of that right, mm -hmm. out of abuse that you get 
and and in your twenties you're angry, right? Oh my you're God, you're dude, still bad. You're still probably bad. a shithead, right? Oh yeah, and drinking for the first time and all that. Yeah, and that's not and, a good mix and with being that. Into music and cocky, really, yeah, cocky. real ego centric. Oh, yeah, man. I know the feeling. Man. I'm none of that, thank God, anymore. But yeah, yeah, I definitely was all of that. <laughs> but it's crazy. It's like something happened where this is who we have today. Yeah, it's a beautiful thing. It is. It's a God it thing, is. man. Because look at you. I mean, everybody loves you. I love them. That's for sure too. Man. We love I you, love bro. I'm like, this guy's a good time, dude. Indeed, that's so down to earth. When I and we first got to actually kick it at that one gig, you came to. By the way, you do support the scene. You I, came out and saw me. If I'm not playing, which I play a lot, and if I'm not playing, I believe in going. Get your butt out there and, and go, go see, see musicians, man. Because it doesn't matter, man. One person really does make a huge difference. It really you know does. I mean? You have it that really one does. person in the crowd. It's crazy. You ever like been playing, and then you see someone in the crowd that's really into it, and you just oh you're playing God. better now. It makes everything. It makes all the stuff, you know. It and I hate really to say does. that, like, yeah, you play better when you have someone in the crowd. That, but that's just how it is. Yeah, you play off the crowd. Yeah. Um. Yeah, it felt really good having seen your face, man. When oh, you came and saw me, I was like, and then of course getting to talk to you and get to meet you and talk mm -hmm. to you about guitars and those oh, balls. Oh, that's that's my love right there. Is guitars, yeah. man. Yeah, dude. I, yeah, I was like, oh, you play guitar too. You're a drummer, but you play guitar. I love that about you, by the way. Yeah, thank you. Um, why not? Like, if I had the money and the space for a drum kit, I'd build one up and start whacking away at it. And the weirdest know? thing for me is that, yes, I'm a drummer, but and you come from a guitar player dad. Yeah, but and my brother, but the guitar just motivates me like if i'm feeling down as a musician or something i'm gonna go out i'm gonna go see like you know james wilhite i mean that's yeah. my number one you okay know? i mean he is just amazing he's a blues guitar player yeah uh, from uh, he's out here yeah um, but i think he's different than a lot of other guitar players in houston area in the blues because he adds so much um jazz chords and other stuff yeah different things that just really excites your brain man yeah and it's he's a intriguing monster guitar player i mean monster dude yeah i mean to get to play with him like on jam nights or at uh katie's or if yep. he doesn't have a drummer and i get to fill in i'm no way i'm gonna be what his normal drummer would be. <laughs> and he's way above my level but that's what you've always got to play with people above your level yes. so that you can still keep climbing up and like yes you, you know? won't grow unless you play with the, you the, have to. the you next level with good people yeah. it, they bring you up and, th and then you say oh yeah. that's oh there's a lot yeah. of that that happens mm -hmm. mm. Um, yeah, jazz chords and stuff like that. That's what made me dive into music theory so much because I wanted to understand why is this chord progression so much more interesting than this one? Mm -hmm. Do you like jazz? Oh, yeah. What are these major seventh chords? What are these? Have you uh, ever heard Greg Petito? He, he's a local musician. He sounds right familiar. Petito sounds familiar. Yeah, he's amazing, dude. I go to the Baybrook Mall usually on Sundays. He plays like uh, 12 to 3. At, at Baybrook? At the Rupor, a bar. It's a Louisiana. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I know Rupor. Yeah, I know Rupor. Yeah. Um, Good food. He always has great musicians with him, but he's the number one jazz guitar player in Houston. Really? 100% for sure. Greg I Petito. Greg Petito. You I got to check him out, him. man. Yeah, I think he plays with, like, with the Houston uh symphony, symphony or stuff. something like that Sits in and does, yeah but, and he just he, he's amazing though you've got i love that stuff out. too i need i i i here it is i'm gonna i'm gonna admit it and i'm, I'm it. guilty do it i don't get out enough and see music of course this is our we're in our first year of having our baby yes so right he's 14 important. months now yeah. so it's like we it, don't do congratulations a lot of, by the way thank that's you a man great feeling. it's a beautiful it's thing a great feeling 
we don't do a lot of getting out right now, mm-hmm. you know, with the baby. And then just, if I was to tell us, Hey, you know, you stay here tonight. I'm going to go out. <laughs> I'm going to go have fun, honey. You stay here. Yeah. You know, and Lynn's just yeah. bouncing off the walls. Right. Right. Yeah. Um, <laughs> need help, <laughs> but I do love music and, and, and through my life and through the ups and downs of my military dad, who was, I would say verbally abusive mm-hmm. in ways, mentally abusive in ways, um, by probably no fault of his own. Right. Uh, but, they were raised a lot harder back then. I it's mean, a different. It's oh my still, gosh! I think was, about like, man. I think about how my dad could kick my ass ten times over, <laughs> like was just always way tougher than and way cooler oh than me God. than I'll ever be. Ugh. You know, I think about like the the sh- the stuff they had to go through. Mm-hmm. You know, and I, so I don't really blame them. It was like yeah. they li- my dad lived in a house with no electricity growing up. Like, <laughs> it was just like you For know, God's sake. like dude, like I, I could never. I could not imagine. <laughs> And he's, you know, and he's a veteran and all that stuff. And I, I really respect, he's really my biggest superhero as much as he has That's also awesome. been one of the biggest villains for me as well. Right. I'll right. say that because, you know, he struggles with addiction mm-hmm. and, uh, but he's got a heart of gold. I will say that he's just, you know, not a major part of my life at the moment, which sucks. Yeah, it does. You man. know, it sucks, but he, um, you know, he was a good influence for me and, and he, what I'm trying to tie in here is through all of that, I clung to music as well. Nice. That's great. I found music and my mom was like, you know, I remember, I'll never forget the first day my mom sits me in the car and is like, <laughs> listen to this shit. Oh, Puts on man. Zeppelin, dude. Oh, dude. Like cashmere. I got to tell you, that's why I became a drummer. John Bonham. John Bonham, dude. When I heard that, that was it for me. That was it. I just don't know. I was obsessed He's with the best drummer. Years, he's so dude. cool. Oh, my God. And to me, and don't be wrong. He's got like a black foot. I'm sorry. Yeah, dude. He's got like he's got the most groove and soul, and I mean he can do a single pedal that will blow a double bass player's mind. I mean he's just yeah. so heavy hitting and triplets, such a pocket. Stuff. I mean John Bonham. I mean, need we say more? I mean that's my favorite band of all time, by the way. I think I'm really? gonna tell you that Led Zeppelin. I didn't know they are the inspiration for me as well. That's the reason I picked wow. up the electric guitar. Well, you're, with Jimmy you're Page. a badass guitar player, bro. So I'm glad you did. Glad well, you did. that means a lot to hear, dude, because. I'll never forget being on, you know, sitting on my knees with my little Epiphone Les Paul. <laughs> oh man, I love and Epiphones. I and love yeah, me too. and I'm watching uh, Jimmy Page, you know, just yeah. Madison Square Garden. Oh, you know, the song man. remains the same, hitting all them solos uh, since I've been loving you. Chills. Just watching, chills. yeah, literally getting chills. Just playing all these songs that I've been hearing in my mom's car. Wow. Like, mom, put on that Zeppelin thing again, you know? <laughs> that Listen, Zeppelin li- thing. Yeah, we're listening to <laughs> Dancing Days oh. and and Fool in the Rain. I can just. I mean, like, we, I can go, I can go down the line. Every song, yeah. I can go down the line. Love them. I love, and I'll forget my buddy Kevin. His dad, real big into music as well, mm-hmm. burnt me his a CD one day, and it was Led oh, Zeppelin three. Yeah. Oh, Led Man. Zeppelin three, dude. Because <laughs> I had told him, I said, I was. I think. We, I think I was learning, Babe. I'm gonna leave you on the. No, it wasn't, Babe. I'm gonna leave you. I was learning something on the guitar. It might have been, Immigrant Song or Since I've Been Loving You. Hmm. One of those songs that was, oh, it was Bronyar Stomp. And it's like this very folky acoustic. Caught you smiling. Oh, me, yeah. Like dun, a dun, leaf dun, is dun, to dun, a dun, tree dun, so yeah. fine. <laughs> a banger, dude. <laughs> I'm down the country lane and you're singing a song and then we call your name. Dun, 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 oh, dun, man. Dun, yes. dun, dun, dun. So I brought that up to him, and he goes, oh, yeah, that's off Zeppelin 3. I was like, oh, I didn't know. 
I was learning tangerine. Oh God! But I was talking about Ooh. but I was learning tangerine, nice. twelve string guitar. Oh mm -hmm. my goodness! Very simple beginner song to play. Hmm. And so I'm talking to him. He goes, "Yeah, that's Zeppelin three, man." And I said, "Oh, that's cool." He goes, "Yeah, I'll burn it for you. Hold on, just back in the day, we were burning second, CDs, right? like <laughs> burning illegal CDs." <laughs> so he burns me. <laughs> gonna get busted for pirating before uh, Napster. <laughs> yeah, dude. So he burns me that CD, and that was life changing. So nice. I'm like, oh, this is Zeppelin two, not 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 like two, but I mean like this is like this is what they sound like as well. Like I know they did uh they did Babe, I'm gonna leave you on Zeppelin one, mm -hmm. right? Which is kind of acoustic folky, if you will. Mm -hmm. But then you hear that real folk stuff on Zeppelin three. Like there's a song called That's the Way. Oh my gosh, bro! So once again, I'm just I'm just like this is all one band. <laughs> Your eyes just like light up when you're. I can see you thinking about love, it. It's just like <laughs> love. That's crazy. They are the reason I picked up the guitar. Now that's the greatest feeling, though. There For was, musician, yeah, the greatest feeling when you hear some other musician and it just blows your mind and inspires you. You know, like yeah, what dude. You're saying to play, it's the reason I play the guitar. Period. And so, and Bonham's the reason you play the drums. That is how good is that? They're so cool. <laughs> <laughs> I could go on for days, and and Dude, I still and, and I know there's one like, of them. Every single one of them in the band is. I know there's more technically amazing. better singers than Robert Plant, but in my in my concert, <laughs> Hall, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, he is number one vocalist. Absolutely. In terms of his tone, it's that, what resonates with me. And that screams, you know. In those screams, his tone, his yells, tone, whatever, his lows know. too. You ever yeah. heard? Of, oh yeah. There's a song they have called um, oh another great song that was on Zeppelin three. Going to California. Oh, yes. That's a classic. That's like their That's biggest, like, folky. <laughs> yeah. And his lows on that one. Hmm. You know, mountains in the canyon start a tremble and shake. He has some, again, to awake. You know, he has like these real, <laughs> he, he moves, right? And he's so dynamic as a vocalist. He can do this folky stuff, but he can, ah, <laughs> which is that. also on Zeppelin 3. That's Immigrant Song. It's the, it, that folky album, Zeppelin 3. Starts, it goes like this. Right? It just yes. goes right into Immigrant Song. Yes. But then after Immigrant Song, it goes into, I think, Since I've Been Loving You. Wow, you actually know what it goes into? <laughs> oh, I, you don't understand. I can do this with Beatles albums, too. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> yeah. And Since I've Been Loving You, it sounds like a blues, but it's really like, um, it's really in like 3-4 Really? So it's like a waltz, I think, you know. Huh. Yeah. That's a trip. Dun, 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 yeah. Dun, 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 dun. It's kind of like a waltz. It's really, they turn it into a blues, <laughs> which is a, it's just an amazing achievement to do. But, um, yeah, dude. And then it goes into, then it starts getting into all the folky songs and stuff, mm -hmm. going to California, et cetera. But, Yeah. <sighs> What a great to, go, the, to show their dynamic in one album, yes, like that to me, I, I just can't get over how cool they are. Man. And, you know and John Paul Jones, you the just secret hit weapon. on it. You just hit on it though. They're dynamics. Because then you get songs like Rain Song, which I think Rain Song was on. I, I could be wrong. That was on uh, Physical Graffiti. I think could be wrong. But you ever heard the Rain Song? I mean, oh, I was, absolutely. I was, yeah, dude. Like what is this like big <laughs> string production yeah. orchestrated? But it breaks off into this rock and roll thing. But it starts with a simple little. <laughs> we also Sydney and I also fell in love with this song that they have called "Down by the Seaside." 
Hmm. That was another one you'll have to hear. I'm sure you heard it. You know, uh, that was another one that's on Physical Graffiti. A big sleeper album for me growing up because I didn't know. You know, I only know about like some of the albums. And uh, God, yeah, I could talk about Zeppelin for hours. Trust me, dude. I, <laughs> I they're the reason, right? That I that I picked up the guitar. Now it was that and. Guitar Hero was a video game at the time. Really? So everyone's That's playing. very surprising. Man. So Guitar Hero 2 was out, mm-hmm. and I got it for Christmas or something. So I got the little plastic SG. Oh, no. <laughs> and don't get me wrong. like Were you already playing guitar? At the time, no. I think I wasn't. I think I was just turned 12 <laughs> for that Christmas. That's I was even more crazy. Old. Right? So And I'm playing the video game. Don't get me wrong. I had I'd already been listening to Zeppelin at this point. Mm-hmm. Right, and and I loved the concept because of Zeppelin, and I had also really the first band that I fell in, the first rock and roll classic rock band that I fell in love with. My mom, it was always my mom. She's hey, come sit in the car, me. I want to show you something. That's awesome. So I'd sit in the car. Right, it's the loudest, the best you can get. The, the, gonna get the best <laughs> yes. sound in the car. Hell yeah! And one of the first albums she put me on was this Greatest Hits collection of Queen. Really? So and yes, wow. and don't get me wrong, Robert Plant is still my number one vocalist, but. <laughs> Yeah, Freddie. Freddie is a, the <laughs> yeah. the greatest, oh, right? Top falsetto, that's for sure. It's like the way I, here's what I, I guess the best way to to explain this is like, look, Bluebell makes the best ice cream. Some Texas, people, baby. some Texas. people are Rocky Roadsters. Some people are butter pecans. Some people are or uh, cookies and cream or homemade vanilla, whatever. Right. Mm-hmm. Either way, they're all great. They're yes. all up there in the discussion for what's the greatest, mm-hmm. right? Um, it's at this point, it's like, what taste? What's your flavor? Right. And right underneath Robert Plant for me. Queen. Or depending on the day of the week, is, is Queen, yeah. <laughs> That's because awesome. Freddie was just, you know, and that once again, yeah. Brian May and the whole band, another just unreal. I heard this quote, and I can't get it out of my head. It's like, Queen is, Queen is rock and roll for theater kids. Interesting. Because it is very theatric. Rock and roll for theater. Right? It's very like musical, theatric. <laughs> yeah. Right? But Freddie, what good cool thing about Freddie is like he'd never had a choreographer. Mm-hmm. That was just who he was. Yeah. yeah. He just went out there, never rehearsed like how he was going to walk yeah. and move around. Like we were talking earlier, huh? About what? The other musician. I just forgot his name. <laughs> when we were talking about Jimmy was uh, who Jimmy... Hendrix was playing with. Oh, um, 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 um uh, Tutti Frutti. Uh, yeah. uh, I can't. Why is it How little, is that? Little both Richard? Both of us. Both of us, right? Can't little Richard. That. But yeah, Little that's, Richard, right? That's what we're yeah. talking about. Yeah, that's what we're talking about. The yeah. same kind of the, the energy just comes out know, there, and it's like and that's nobody. Him. Nobody coached that. And he was the same way. That's and him. his other off the stages. I think everything you see is he was the same way. You know? So, so my mom puts me on to Queen. That's and so crazy. Right off the bat, you're hearing. Oh. <laughs> The classic, <laughs> and you're like, dude, how can you get any Brian May comes in, <laughs> or I mean, there's there's that one. I mean, there's there's Killer Queen. There's mm-hmm. another one, bites the dust. <laughs> <laughs> That's <good laughs> classic. <laughs> right I mean, these things are just. As a kid, I'm just like, whoa, they withstood the test of time. Kids yes. today are still singing Bohemian Rhapsody. Yes, the movie was huge. Mm-hmm. They're the real deal, right? So, so it was Queen. I'll never forget around that same time was like, she's like, check this out, dude. Boom. Puts on a, a rush. Oh, great, greatest hits. Oh my God. Boy, she had the, she always had the greatest hits. Huh? She sure did. <laughs> she sure did. Just the CD days. So oh she just God. get the collections. Now I think she got, yeah, it, it might've been spirit of the radio. Hmm. 
or it might have been their greatest hits, but fell in love with Rush. Man, me too, dude. That, before drumming, I used to air drum the hell out of 21 oh, 12. God. 21 I used to 12 build, was like my, my thing. Dude. I used to get like two. And I was so serious about it, too. Oh, yeah, I mean, like, every, you had to know every little oh, air was, part of the thing. You, you want to know? know how serious I was? <laughs> I had, uh, uh, I didn't have drumsticks, I had <laughs> hangers. No. And I would get my mom's empty oh, empty shoe boxes, or if they weren't empty, I'd take the shoes out, <laughs> and I'd get the the ironing board because it sounded like a snare, huh? You know, the metal one, yeah. And I would make a drum kit in the house, you know. Crazy. And I'd, I'd listen to put the songs on. <laughs> Tom Sawyer. Yeah. <laughs> That's so crazy. <laughs> so I'm in there like. Oh God. I'm in there banging out this stuff on the fake drum kit. I love drums. <laughs> drums was actually, I think, my first. What I wanted to do as a very little kid. Mm-hmm. Of course, coming like getting in sixth grade, I realized like, oh, drums are super expensive. And the oh, way yeah. I learned that is, and of course, you have to have a house where you can play drums loud. <sighs> you have to have parents that are going to There wasn't like drums. many electric drum yeah. kits at, the, at that time when I was at that no. age that I knew about. So <laughs> you get to have parents that'll let you do that, right? Yeah. Well, the way I learned that is we're in sixth grade, you get to pick an elective, and it was like, you're going to be in band or, you know. So, of course, I wanted to be in band because my buddy mm. Josh came home one day with a baritone. Oh, started my playing God. Smoke on the wall. He's like two years older than me. So he comes home one day and he's playing Smoke on the Water. Boom, dude. Boom, boom, I'm feeling but it right But the here. first time you hear boom, a baritone. Yeah, it's bassy, dude. It's powerful, dude. It's and power. Top strings of B, right? No, Is so it was a baritone, like a horn. Oh, okay. I thought like you were a, talking baritone guitar. Like a small guitar. tuba. Okay. Like a small tuba. <laughs> which is still the same thing, dude. Okay. I mean, if someone brings still a tuba low. in this house and starts playing right now, <laughs> oh, you're going to be like, holy shit. But a baritone's <laughs> powerful. It's right in the chest, dude. Oh, man. <laughs> so he's playing Smoke on the Water on his horn. That's crazy. I'm like, what's up? What's that? He's like, oh, dude. Oh, well, no. In two years, when you go, when Mr. Smith comes to the school, that's you know, going to be your first song. <laughs> well, he was like, just say you want to join band. Well, Mr. Smith comes and he's talking about all the instruments you can play. Mm. We're in fifth grade. We're about to go to sixth grade. Oh, my goodness. That's young. Yeah, we're so young. And I said, well, I want to play. And he's like, well, you know, what do you want to play? I was like, well, I want to be a percussionist. He's like, well, do you, do you, do you think your parents are going to give you a thousand dollars? And I said, Ooh. I said, no, yeah, it's not going to happen with me. He goes, then let's pick a different instrument. Oh then. no. Dang. Oh, so what did you pick? I picked baritone. Hmm. Mid about a month into the baritone, I switched to trombone. Wow. Nice. And, and became first chair. Joined, wow. some, joined symphonic band in the next next grade. So you were really putting the really work dove in into it. Yeah, really lo- dove into the scales. Had a private teacher. Nice. Yeah, it was I could sight read really well. You seeing all that? You could have afforded the drum set if you had all. Well, that. maybe. Yeah, well, you know. <laughs> so it was baritone, right? And so uh, you know, um, baritone, a trombone, and then trombone. Yeah. So wow. Um, yeah, that's kind of where I guess some of the music influence started for me was uh-huh. in band. That's how I learned I wasn't going to be a percussionist. Ooh. But it's also Gosh. what I think instilled another sense under, of, of of rhythm and counting and, mm-hmm. and, and understanding of what a scale is. And, and playing with of, others, I imagine. And playing with others. I'll never forget mm-hmm. the first time the whole band got together and played one <laughs> note. Uh-huh. And, the you know, everybody was playing something. Man, like I almost teared up. Powerful. You get the chills. Yeah, You're like, whoa, you know. From the flutes to the you know trumpets to the the oboes and mm-hmm. the and the clarinets and the tubas <laughs> and the trombones and the, um it's awesome yeah it's an Absolutely. awesome feeling so yeah um 
but somehow I, you know, I find my way into by the by that time. So also, my mom also kind of snuck in some Bob Marley. Oh, she snuck in a little bit of Bob Marley, you know? Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> Your mom was pretty cool, man. She was very cool, dude. Very <laughs> cool person. So she sneaks in the Bob Marley greatest hits CD at the same time. <laughs> Here we go, the greatest hits. Like, right, again. the greatest, greatest hits, hits, bro. <laughs> and they were the greatest. Oh my god! So I'm falling in love with that. Um, and yeah, dude. Um, Zeppelin comes along, and after falling in love with all those bands, ACDC might have had a little trickle in there. Oh yeah. Of course, everybody's hearing ACDC. They're yeah. always all over everything every football yeah. game you know you're hearing and for them to play so straight almost so every song yeah. so just tight i mean so you know? tight and angus young's guitar oh. solos so yeah angus young's guitar solos bro my so um and i don't forget that mom the day my mom puts zeppelin on and i'm just like who the hell is this <laughs> did you say that though Probably that? my mom was cool. She probably let but, me say she let me say something. <laughs> you wouldn't say in front of your dad. I mean, probably. she's sitting here showing me, you know, dazed and confused, you know, like trippy, you know. And my dad would have he wouldn't have tripped, I don't think. He wasn't that bad, but you know, he was something else. Mm. So so all of that kind of bred bred the guitar player in me. And I'm, and I'm playing guitar hero. And when you're playing the video game, like you're watching the dude on stage. You, you flip the guitar this way. You go to star power, right? Yes. And and it's this, everything turns blue, and it just and the crowd's like, ah, they're freaking out. You're playing a solo, right? And I'm like, I want that. And my cousin had gotten a guitar. Hmm. So I was like, Mom, like, Uh-oh. I gotta get one. So she gets me this little Fender. It was called a Starcaster. Starcaster. It was like now they Did used they have the bigger headstock on it. It had a bigger headstock, but it wasn't the original Starcaster that came out. This was like mm. a re, a, it looked like a strat uh-huh. still, but it was like a re, it was like a, you could get it at Target, put it this way. It was still oh. Fender. Huh. And Target used to have an instrument section. Uh huh. And it was called the Starcaster. It had a little DVD in there and it taught you like how to tune your guitar and the first three chords, like E chord, A chord, D chord. <laughs> yeah. And it showed you one blues lick. What? It was that. You, you got a, a bonus. You get a little bonus <laughs> blues lick in there. <laughs> Show all your friends. So and and from then on, it was it's been this huge 15, 16 year puzzle yes. of trying to figure this thing out. Man. And it's the greatest puzzle of all. And you're scratching it's the best puzzle. <laughs> and you talk about, you know, uh guitar is just your thing. And it's for me too, man. I was sitting on the couch the other day. I hadn't really been playing for pleasure lately. Mm-hmm. Hadn't picked up the guitar for pleasure purposes. It's all work. You know, I right, work, yeah. play at church on Sunday, we'll teach on, on Monday, yeah. uh, play all weekend. Mm-hmm. And so I just kind of picked it up for some pleasure, you know, turned mm. it up. And uh, and I just, I'll never, I, I just, after all these years, I can't get over how much it make how good it makes me feel. Yeah. It's nothing better. Yeah. Other than cars, hot rods, man. So that's another, that's, that's another thing of Turning yours. That oh man, I love it. Dude, I love, I love cars, it too. Man. I love the, I love, and so in guitars, there's something about those f- uh, late fifties and, and, and sixties Fender guitars. Mm-hmm. They modeled their finishes and colors um, after the GM automotive industry. Wow. So that's where you get the Daphne blues. Huh. That's where Clapton, you get his midnight blue. I think this is like a Mustang like color or like, wow, interesting. like some of the colors of his cars is where he likes to put, he's also a big car guy. Uh-huh. So uh, my brother's a huge car guy. Really? Insane. Like loves it, spends all night. Like used to, well, used to before he had kids, but would spend all <laughs> night at the uh, in his storage with all his vehicles and uh-huh. pulling engines out. And, oh my goodness! Hey, you want to come hang out? And I'm like, no, <laughs> not at all. I don't You're gonna put me to work. Yeah, you put me to work. 
I don't want to get covered in oil. I don't, oh yeah. I don't get off. I never got off to that mechanically minded like stuff. Mm-hmm. As I've gotten older though, I do appreciate and I don't get me wrong, always love the look the look of like American muscle. Yeah, man. Oh my gosh. I used to have the nineteen sixty-nine Chevelle, dude. Oh the Chevelles, Ooh. dude. The sixty-nine Chevelles, the sixty-nine man. Camaros, sixty-eight must uh, Corvette, the sixty-eight Mustang, all these cars. I mean, yeah, dude, the stingrays. Um, yeah. yeah, they're 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 it is the look. I grew up with my dad, man. He had a nineteen sixty-three split window corvettes the only oh. year that they had the split window oh, that's the oh one my god yeah in the back is had a little trim in between the window yeah, yeah. So it was like two sides yeah oh my god i had an uncle that had a and red he would, he red would, stingray he dude. would put oh. the, he would put like you know hundred dollar bill up there and he's like once i start driving if you can grab that at yours you never got it really never. every gear your head was just whack whack <laughs> man it was the greatest and he loved music same thing in his car cranked there's it, something you know so cool I mean? about just, that rock oh and roll god. In a court, in a in a convertible or like in a oh, T top, man, nothing better. Yeah, like the Eagles or like, <laughs> life in the fast uh, lane. Yeah, right, life in the fast lane. Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you just see yourself driving down the. What about that guitar player right there? Jeez. Oh man. Yeah, dude. Uh, well, it depends on which one you're talking about. There's three of them. That. Yeah, there's... I know, but when you can't think of their name, you know. So well, there's. Like, you know, I'm waiting for you to tell me <laughs> well so that was joe that was joe walsh, joe walsh yeah that yes. and that was actually that actually that riff actually came from everybody knows this it came from a warm-up of his yeah. one day he's playing it to warm up uh-huh and, and i think uh one Don, of the eagles it was glenn fry and he goes what was that <laughs> do that again rewind yeah yeah he's like let's do we could do something <laughs> oh, with that man that's awesome next thing you know you get life in the fast lane oh. What a killer tune! I loved when I learned that on the. That's a that's like made for a strat. Oh, that tone to me is like a strat tone. But, um, anyways, man. So, so music. You clung to music, like as did I. Absolutely. And and we know each other because I also got artwork done by the same artist that did. So I see your face all over the social media with this Mm -hmm. once again amazing design. I was like, I got to get it done. Wasn't as happy as the way I looked. Because no. I don't look as cool as you. Because, yeah. you know, you got 53 I, years of cool on me. I don't think it's just that toad, too. I mean, like, the guy that do, does the graphics, which he's an amazing artist. He really from is. From Peru. Yeah. Um, but he does, he's more into... Um, Comics. But also, but like... Like, what do you call that? Like, horror. Horror films. Stuff. Yes. Yeah. So, he, he normally does, unless you ask for something different, that's how he will make your face. Yeah. So like when he, I first got mine, we went back and forth for like a month, dude. Really? For the glasses to be a certain way, my drum set, he added cymbals, added you know, spilt beer kind of thing. Yeah, I had like four cool stuff. I had like four back and forths with him, and I was Mm -hmm. like, you know what? This is his art. I don't want to keep any. I know he would have kept doing it. Oh, he would have. But I was also impatient. I wanted to get the Mm -hmm. designs out, and I was like, you know what? This is just it. I went to an artist who likes to do horror Frankenstein, right? You know, classic Mm -hmm. horror comic, black and white. Mm-hmm. we've all seen those those mock-ups and um i said i'm just gonna go with it it just is what it is you know mm-hmm. some people were, were horrified though <laughs> live with the way your face like my looks. mother-in-law was like yeah. like you look like you're my, like 20 years my older. mother-in-law could not <laughs> get jiggy with it oh man and She's then like, what? she was like what do you think your church is gonna think when they see that? Oh, no. <laughs> yeah oh, no. yeah i was like they're cool they won't they don't care dude <laughs> but she was mortified by it you know and i get it not everybody's into that now growing up my cousin's my older cousins always put me on to like Halloween uh-huh. or Jason, Freddy. Right. Probably shouldn't have been watching it that young. Right. But I'm glad I did. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't trade it for the world. Yeah. Love that. Like when Halloween comes around, everyone's like, ooh, 
Halloween Town or Nightmare Before Christmas. <laughs> but go on with I'm that like, story. So then what happened? You started out not liking it. But the design? Yeah. Oh, well, then I'm just like, I just came around to it. I was like, you know what? It's a it's a moment in history and it marks a very memorable time for me. But you remember when you were telling me about it and then what happened? Oh, so I told you, <laughs> hey, I wasn't too happy with the design. You, this guy goes behind my back yes. in a good way and, and gets a new mock-up from me from Alexis. Yes. Alexis Salvador is his name, right? Yes, absolutely. And uh, check him out. Plug him. Oh, man. Uh, great. Yeah. Great artist. Desecrate Art, I think is what he goes by. Yes. Yes, that's it. Uh, if, if that doesn't tell you right there. I had no <laughs> idea that was his style. I just yeah. saw that he did Jason's. He uh -huh. did Big Jordan's. That's where I got it from. Big Jordan's he is did so Big cool. Jordan's, and that was the first one that I ever saw. He's got like a cigar in his mouth. It's amazing. It looks looking. so cool. It's amazing. Looking. It's probably like a joint. It's probably like, <laughs> it's like a blunt or something. Oh. Uh, so cool see looking. You, Big yeah, we see you. We see you. <laughs> I saw him the other day at, at the biker rally. Oh, yeah. He played after me. I show up without my guitar strap. You know huh? what he does? He lets me use his. Absolutely. He's the coolest guy. He's, so, he's just as cool as, as everyone says he is. Yeah, he really is. I, I enjoy love playing with him. I love Big Jordan, dude. Yeah. Cool, dude. It's guys like that, bro. Mm -hmm. It's guys like that you come across and you're like, oh, man, there's hope for this industry. Right. These people are cool. Not everybody's snobby. You're one of them, man. I was like, dude, <laughs> thank, thank you. God. Thank you very you much. You come across some and you're just like, oh, my, this ego. or Oh, this, I can't stand you know, that. I can't stand there. that. Uh, yeah. I've been one of those, actually. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I've been there, too. But, you know, but, get somebody you know, to bust your chops and you learn your lesson, you know? Yeah. I think. Yeah, you need, to, you need to be uh, sat down sometimes. Sat down a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you be reprimanded. Yes. <laughs> be yes. reprimanded. So um, that's, you know, how we st kind of started getting... And then, of course, you came to my show, and I was like, yeah, I've been, wanting, I've been hearing about you. Couldn't have had a more down-to-earth conversation about it was guitars. Awesome. Absolutely. That was the great thing, You were telling too, me about man. your Les Paul that was getting made. You had yeah. that, like, custom yeah. Les Paul with the fish, and, like, that's yeah. so cool, dude. It's crazy looking, So man. cool. I love oh, that guitar. It took almost, like, two years, and it's still, it's all done and complete and everything, but there's still a little bit that needs to be just Finished up on it. Yeah, because it... it I spent too much time on that to settle. It's to settle, be, it's going to be perfect. Yeah, it's got to be. And yeah. what's so weird is that my brother always had Les Pauls, and I fell in love with Les Pauls at a very young age. Yeah, man. But there was no way in hell I could ever afford that. And I was always been a drummer. So, I mean, my main thing is go buy some snare drum that's $600 or, you yeah. know, or a drum set that's $1,200 or cymbal. Yeah, not a $3,000 to $5,000 Les Paul. Yeah. So Which I'm, now the ones I like are like going for seven to 10000 Yeah. It's the crazy. custom shops, you know. It's crazy. So I've always had Epiphones, actually, what you were talking about earlier. Yeah, me too. That's you how know, I started. I've got some really uh, nice ones, you know. And um, But I was like, you know what? A couple of years ago, I got um one made when you know you could pick up those china guitars and stuff yeah and you never knew what you were gonna get you yeah, know what yeah. i mean it could come this horrible it could come nightmare. very bad but i actually got in touch with the guy and told him how i wanted the, the inlays around everything and the paint job on both sides and, and yeah. everything and that was my first one and it was you know real cheap guitar and i got it and i was amazed with it I'm right amazed compared to it, you know and yeah. actually you know i got all the I got it and made it better. So I got all yeah. the frets leveled, you know, Plectory and level, yeah. everything done that I could do to it. To make it play better. EMGs. I like the okay. Zach Wild. You, you like know, the EMGs? 81, 85s. Yeah. yeah. Um, but when I went to build that latest one that I was showed you, we were just talking about, I was like, you know what? I, my dream has always been to own a Les Paul, you know, and a Cherry Sunburst. Yeah, yeah, particularly, yeah. you know, my wife has always been like, "Why don't you just get the Epiphone?" And like, you have Epiphones, why not get the chair? I'm like, that's like to me, that's sacrilegious. Like, if you're gonna <laughs> right. get the Sunburst, you're gonna get the real thing. Yeah, man. that's it. You know, but I was like, you know what? If I'm gonna spend two, three thousand dollars, 
why not make it something that you're not gonna see anywhere anywhere you know what i mean so cool yeah so i saw yeah i love it um for me les paul's was the of course jimmy page mm -hmm. and you know and i found my cool little cherry little uh little fact here uh oh you know who gave jimmy page his first les paul no and who got him to start using les paul's because oh. led zeppelin one album one and led zeppelin two were recorded on a do you know fender fender what Telecaster. Telecaster was that white one white, that was given yeah. to him from, from Jeff Beck with the mirrors on it. Yeah, it had he took it off and painted it and something? put the dragon, painted the dragon on uh -huh. it. Got he someone, actually did that. Or I think he got an artist to do it. Okay, okay. put the big mirror pick guard on there that uh -huh. extended in down, and uh, recorded the albums on that. Uh -huh. So the sound of so many great hits that we know on Zeppelin one and two are the Telecaster. Did he ever play it live? He used it live in the early days. There's some video you can find. And it's his thing was he didn't like how thin it was. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Joe Walsh one day. No. In 69 gets a hold of him and says. Good year, by the way. Good year. And I think like just gives him or maybe sells it to him really cheap. But like wow. essentially gives him a 58 Les Paul. Oh. 58 or a 59. One or the other. One of the top best. But that was like the most highly sought after Les Paul's sunburst. Today, Les Paul. right? He said that from the moment he plugged it in, heard how thick that tone was. He's like, "That's what a one guitar band needs. Wow, it needs to be thick." That's crazy. I wonder if it was humbuckers or if it was humbuckers. P nine. It's the hum. Yeah, the fifty eight fifty nines are the PAF humbuckers. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah, and so that's a little wow. fun fact. I didn't, I never is. knew it was, it was all because of Joe Walsh. Now I kind of want to know more about that. And I love Joe Walsh. <laughs> I love his Dude, his his insane. band. Was it Joe Walsh and the or, um. James Gang. Yes. That was the name of Joe Walsh's band. Yes. They had like tunes like Walk Away oh and Life's God. Been Good, oh. Rocky Mountain Way. Classics again. Here we the go. The tone. Really. We, oh, rip your head rip off. Rip your head tone, off, tone, dude. dude. Oh, and, and when he did a lead, it was like you were hearing a vocalist talk to you or something. Of course, it wasn't he, just of course he used a the slide. Lead, you know? He'd use the slide. He used mm -hmm. the talk box. Yeah, like Joe we were Walsh. talking about earlier. I mean, man, so powerful, man. Uh, so your dad, so your dad is responsible. Your brother's responsible for your music, and so yeah, I would say my dad was responsible as far as really bringing the joy of actual music to me. You know, yeah. and seeing, like I said, he wouldn't like us to be in the room with him or anything. But of course, you're a kid; you're gonna see him. You're gonna see him. Yeah. And I was just, you know, wide eyes, just watching him play was amazing to me. And then later, when I was probably ten or so, you know, maybe a little younger, kind of foggy on the ears. Um, my brother watching my brother, he started playing Kiss and then Ted Nugent, and like, oh, Ted, Ted Nugent, Ted Nugent like, dude. you know what I mean? Like, what? The Rock heck? your face off, oh, dude. And then at that time, I mean, that young, right when that stuff was going on, it was just insane. You to just me, know, you like, know? when I saw it, when I was talking about when I was on my knees and I'm watching these DVDs of Zeppelin mm -hmm. and they're playing Madison Square Garden, even younger, even the younger days, and I'm watching it, it's like I just knew right off the bat that's mm -hmm. what I want to do with the rest of my life. Oh my God. Like, I just knew it. Drums for me, man, once that kicked in, you know, I wanted to be a guitar oh, player because my, my dad, you know, played guitar and my brother played guitar. So that's what I wanted to do, you know? Yeah. And I could, I picked up rhythm very quick. You have to. You I know? think with but any instrument, lead, you have to have rhythm. Lead, I couldn't at all. And to me, it was just like, you know what? If I can't play lead, then what's the point? And what's the point? Right? I don't want to get the girls, you know? I don't want to be Malcolm Young. The, no, the rhythm guy's going to be over there. You in know the back. I mean? yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Malcolm yeah. Young. Yeah. So. He died, not everyone yeah. cared. No, he was so, cool. Got everyone into cared. drums, and I got into drums in a great town. I think I, um, I started playing drums when I was in Laplace, Louisiana. When I was like wow. uh, eleven or so, my mom and my dad were divorced, and 
you know, we were talking about the religion stuff and all that. And I don't go to church anymore, like I was telling you earlier, but I do pray every day and whenever I need to. Um, but what happened is I had a stepsister. Of course, she was like a sister to me, not a stepsister. Yeah. But she passed away from cancer. She had a brain tumor. Um, mm. And she had to get operated on twice. And the second time, she just couldn't make it through or whatever. Mm. But my dad made me be an altar boy at her funeral, which mm. I did not want no part of. And you know what I mean? I need to grieve. <laughs> yeah, so dude. I didn't even actually get to grieve, believe it or not, for a lot of years. I mean, Damn. it really tore me up because she was like my best friend. You know what I mean? I really, sucks, really man. loved her a lot. So that kind of took me out of, you know, the religion thing. We were talking earlier. You know, we never did really kind of yeah, kind of wrap that up. Yeah, yeah. So that's what kind of did it for me. You know what I mean? Yeah. And at that point, though, I have to be thankful. I always tried to move with my mom. I would only see my mom in the in the summer times if we were in America, because you know I was born in England. Me and my wife, same hospital, what? Lake and Heath, England, um, and lived in Spain for three years. And Dude, we, you know, went to Greece. And this is all Germany. because of the military thing. Yes, right. Your dad's always stationed uh -huh. around, but. You know, then years later, my dad moved to like New Orleans or whatever, and then, then to New Mexico, White Sands, New Mexico. So he lived in New Orleans, even. Yeah. When Dang. I was real young, my dad had a t-shirt uh, factory. He used to make all wow. kinds of different t-shirts and stuff like that. But I always tried to get to live with my mom, but I couldn't. He just, Air Force lawyers and stuff, you know, you're not going to, my mom couldn't fight, you know what I mean, being a single parent. Dang. So my sister died, and my dad just broke it he just it shattered him you know it really yeah did. i mean i could who wouldn't who could, i mean you yeah, know who could. your kid you know so that he just let me go so i went with my mom she lived in uh fort worth texas and dallas i guess um and stayed with her for a little bit and then we moved to new orleans um i was not playing drums yet you know i was air drumming my butt off Still air for like two years i'm telling you dude i was Air to me, it for was two serious. Years. So I was serious. So that's when you started playing and I, drums. And, and, yeah, he started and drums. So, and like a, a fun fact for me, um, like I was telling my wife, she's been with me the same amount of time when I first started playing drums. My mom bought me a drum set. And um, we both met in Laplace, Louisiana. We're like 12 years old and we're still together to this day, dude. That's awesome, that's dude. Insane. And she's my, number, she's my number one fan. She's my best friend. Yeah, she, so sitting, she's the, the nicest person. She goes to all my shows. I don't know how. <laughs> I really don't. I couldn't do that. You know? Always. But she does. I know. And she's a great roadie as well, man. She. Yeah. I mean, after we're done, she, boom, we got that stuff in the car so Wrapped quick. Wrapped up. Dude, get on. Dude, that's so <laughs> you know cool, I mean? dude. But I started it in New Orleans, and I started playing, and I just lived in this little town that was like 30 minutes from downtown New Orleans, you know, yeah. like past Baton Rouge. Yeah. Um, and the only time I go downtown is if you know my mom would limit a car, which she did once I got a little older. But we'd always get other you know older people to drive us downtown, and I would go to all the blues jams. You know, anywhere in the, in the U.S., there's a blues jam. There's You're not going to find a rock jam. You're not going to find you know what I mean. Oh, and and I'm jam. not a blues drummer. I go to the blues jams, right? But I'm not. I'm more of a rock drummer, right? Right. You said drummer. you know Bonham inspired. You use a yes. rocker, you know. Yeah. Um, so funny fact, we would always, my friends would take me to this one bar downtown in uh, Kenner. Um, and we were too young to get in. 
I had a little tiny mustache, you know. But uh, you're, trying you're trying to use that mustache, you know. You're trying to use that mustache to get it. I'm telling you, man. Look, look I'm Hispanic, dude. Yeah, gotta, come on. What are you, by the way? Um, I'm, my my dad is, you know, from New Mexico. His dad was probably from Mexico. So from so uh-huh. you're Mexican and, uh-huh. and your mom and is... my mom was from Mississippi, but they both had like American Indian on both okay, sides. Okay, so there's some native. So, I don't know what the heck I'm. Some kind of Indian going. I guess I'm a mutt. Is that what German and Mexican? So you're using your little your little yeah, bit of young Mexican and eat that mustache and get let me in. But my wife now, girlfriend at that time, Linda, she couldn't get in. And they, man, I'm telling you, this was every time. It wasn't like it was one time. Like every time we would go, she would be, "Are you serious? Like you just let my boyfriend in? You know he's underage. Yeah. I'm here every freaking week with the dude. Come Dang, on, you, you are a part me of for it. like 45 minutes, and then you finally let me in. Just like let me in already. He didn't you want no part mean? of it. No. So I went in there, Texas, and, I, and I'm cocky, dude. Like at this point, I've been playing with older people than me um, by five years or so, probably. You know, and I just thought it was hot shit. Yeah, I knew it all, but I've never played. I was in this little tiny Laplace place. I wasn't playing with other big bands or yeah. people, you know, like we do now all the time or whatever. So I went in there all cocky, man. And you know, if you go to a jam a whole full band whoever's hired that night usually starts it out for like you know they'll play yeah 30 they start, 40 minutes yeah and then the they call people up, up. She, yeah call you up so i went up there and i played you know well whatever went home came back you know so like second time you know guitar player just kind of stops me and goes talk to me and he's like hey man look you can take this one or two ways you know it's up to you but if you want to come here and learn and you know be a part of this music and everything we will teach you but you don't need to be playing all over the music like what you're doing right now yeah you know yeah, I mean? yeah, yeah yeah he's like everybody has a spot in the band everybody will have a time in the band you know what yeah, i mean dude. to do stuff but you need to play for the music the music's the important thing not you you know people don't buy the albums because the drummer sorry to tell yeah. you i'm like what you're cutting no that's not, yeah that's not. not everybody's but, rushed dude right exactly not every and even zeppelin even with zeppelin it was and and i think ringo says it the best sometimes he says i played with the singer you know <laughs> yes. and he's like you know some guys want to be he's like i'm not a dave Grohl drummer. you know filling every gap right you have to create space to allow other members to weave in and out of those holes music's a very beautiful conversation you know it's graceful yeah. And to play with grace and to play in a way that suits the song right? rather than yourself. Exactly. It's a hard yeah. thing. It's a hard but It's I, a hard realization to come across. It was the best thing I ever it's heard the, in my life, Yes, dude. dude. It's humbling. And like I said, I had a choice. I could have been like, fuck this, dude. Yeah, these you guys are, know, you know who you're talking ass, to, you, bro. You know, you're just some old dude. You know, Everybody loves my drum fills. You know what I mean? <laughs> I'm out of here. Or I could take it like, yes, and I want to learn. And that's exactly what I did. And let me tell yeah. you what, dude. After about three or four weeks, I'd go up there and play with the band when you know whenever it was my time and I'd go to get off and the next people come up and they say, Hey, no, no, stay. Yeah. Then we the like next what you're band, doing. Hey, stay. Dude, that would happen like five bands in a row. And yeah. the drummer's been waiting all night, dude. And they'd be Dang. like, dude, if you don't get off that stage, we're gonna be <laughs> outside and we're gonna whip your freaking ass. You do this every week. Like we're on this list and we don't ever get to play. Yeah. And I said, you know what? I'm in school. So I will see y'all after school. Yeah. And thank God they never waited. <laughs> but i was right. like i'm not having that dude i'm learning all these different genres from all these people and they think you know they're they're willing to help me is the way i feel yeah you know because you go through years of i would go to jams and you'd be scared 
You know, I don't oh, know what's so intimidating, like, dude. I don't know what song it's this so... guy's gonna call. Like, do I? Will I know it, dude? It's like, so intimidating. This, you know what I mean? It's Especially crazy. going to a blues jam. Oh my god! Like where dude. their bluesers are good. Yeah. And you know what? They so don't, They don't turn around to the drummer. They go to the guitar player, the singer. Everybody, okay, in the key of A, blah, blah, it's a uh, yeah. You know, it's a shuffle. Or it's this. Yeah, you're supposed to just know. They're right? not turning around to the drummer to tell you what it are is. Are you sure you're ready? You know, they're just gonna tell you the song and we're gonna go. You know, and now that's made me such a. Uh, that's why I tell my students. That I, I, my students. I don't, I don't care now. When I go to open jam or whatever, I don't yeah. think yeah, about. You can't that's sweat the it. Last thing, last thing in my mind. You know? Yeah, you, just have fun, enjoy the music. Get out know? there, bro. That's what I say. Know? Get out there and play, play with other play, musicians. Play, play. And the beauty of people. the beauty of learning music theory is it makes you more compatible. Mm -hmm. I say it's like when someone says, "Hey, we're playing." Uh, you know this standard this blue standard uh what one four five yeah we're playing a one four five what the fuck is that, right if you're if you're if you know a little bit of theory you know that's the one chord the four chord and the five chord right it's the blues cornerstone mm -hmm. or uh what key are we in a you know okay no problem yeah right as a as a guy who's beginning just learning off tabs and playing by feel oh, wow yeah you don't know what key you're in no right so that's why i i stress to my students like Learn music theory, keep it in the back of your mind, but get out there and play with people. I think that's the most important thing. Most important. And like I said, you know, at first, try to play with people around your your level. You know what I mean? But yeah. once you get more comfortable, man, go out there and get embarrassed. Go out go there out and there. play with people that are way go above. Go out there and, and they're get gonna, embarrassed. You know, sometimes they're going to turn around and give you the look like, dude, what are you doing? You know, but that's yeah. how you learn. That's how I you learn. I tell learn. my daughter all the time, it's like, man, I can, I can tell you not to put your finger in the socket over there right because you're gonna get shocked and what's gonna go on but you're not gonna listen to me until you do it right you know and yeah. you learn and that's i think that's very important you know yeah, you gotta learn you gotta play, learn by failure and get yes i always say yeah. all the time you gotta fall in love with failure you have to if you want to get better yeah man you want to get better <laughs> so so and that's it so and so you just started playing these jams mm. and you you know, found your way up to into the metal scene, pretty much. Um, really, so you did yeah, metal. And yeah. so, would you say you? So you don't make a full living right now off of music, though. No, absolutely not. I wish I could, but there's right. no way. There's no possible. With the way. with the with the expenses right. of life, right? Yes, yes. I'm very lucky to be floating by. With That's what awesome. I do. That's great. Yeah, fame. and I hope this podcast will pick pick up. I hope you so too. And you know, yeah. what I mean, over the years. Or well, now that we got the famous ah, Jason Padilla. Oh, wish. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Definitely wish you the most success you can get. Man. Thank you, dude. That's what do you, uh, what, what, what about any final statements you have for musicians and drummers out there? I think we kind of just said it. It's like get out there and play with people. I think that's the most and fall on thing. your face. You have to. I mean, that's the only way and you love learn. it. You know, and love and it. learn to Eat love it that. up because you can take <laughs> that home. That and, you can take that home and cry and, and say, "Well, I'm not meant for this. <laughs> I quit." Or you can go yeah. home and say, "You know what? Here's where I messed up. Here's what I'm going to do better next time." Yes. And practice, practice oh, man. What was practice, that? Practice. F key in the uh, uh, blues in the key of F sharp. I wasn't ready for that. <laughs> so then you go home and you play F sharp blues all night. Yes, there you go. Yes, that's what it's all about, man. Um, Absolutely, dude. I look forward to seeing you again. You as well, my brother. I want to have you back on here. That sounds great. I want to dive deeper. Anytime. I'm fixing. Anytime. I think in season two, we're in season one still. I'm going to change some things around, but in season two, I have an extra. We're going to start doing longer form, nice. potentially three hour, if not more, episodes. Well, we're really I just would love to do something no like rush, that. right? I think I might have a few real uh, drinks. Drinks, and you're more than welcome okay. to have whatever drink awesome. you want here, man. Awesome. Here, you, you get drunk throwing up on my feet. Right? <laughs> hey, it makes a great podcast. It makes a good podcast. It makes, pod. it makes for content, dude. Yes. Um, I will say this: this Red Bull was great. Did you like it? I haven't tried one of these colors that I don't like. But do you no. really like? I really do. Like it? Okay, it was awesome. good. My favorite right now is still the white one. It's called. Mm -hmm. uh, 
coconut berry or something. Huh. Yeah, I like this one. I like the orange one. I don't know what it is, but that orange label. Yeah, man. Yeah. So, okay. Well, do you, like I said, I plan to have you back. I would love that. you may think. Hey, I'm here for you, brother. Thank you, dude. Thank you, Tommy. (laughs) Thank you, brother. Take care, y'all. Peace.